0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The 4 Jobbers. It is me, not Ginger Heat. That's right, Ginger Heat is off recovering from getting a little pokey-poke. And so I will be taking over, uh, not host, but introducer duties for tonight, today, whatever time of day it is when you're listening. I am, of course, the son of the dentist, the wax mamba, your local NXT mark smark am i smart enough to be a smark i don't know you tell me no <laughs> all right there it is <laughs> i don't know <laughs> nice. and of course even though brad ginger heat brad bradley ham whatever you want to call him is not here i do still have two uh two uh collaborators Alongside me, let's start, and I'll see if I can do this justice. He is the body from Kirk. Jordan, is <laughs> disappoint, 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 disappoint,
1: disappoint, 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 disappoint.
0: I deserve that. Do you know what, mate? How's I'll, the pond? How's the other side of the pond treating you?
2: Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Thank you for the intro. I'll take it, however it comes. Any kind of recognition is uh, is good recognition. So thank you. But yes, it's it's going well over here. It's. I mean, I know I can't say much because I'm sure it's the same over uh, on definitely the west coast of Canada. But it is absolutely in here. It's boiling. I've you know have to close the windows and everything for doing this pod so there's no me- uh, noise and stuff killing me but it's good other than that it's been an interesting week i've had the week off so that's been uh pretty nice but uh, i'm excited to talk some money 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 in the bank with there we go two other jobbers i'm excited
0: we haven't hit those extreme heat temperatures here at least on our side of the continent but yes i've heard the west coast is
1: uh quite on fire Literally. At this moment in time. Quite, Quite literally. Spe- yes. Speaking of on fire. The third member today.
2: <laughs> you're gonna to introduce yourself by <laughs> saying that you're on fire. Excellent. Excellent. No no. What a heel move.
1: But um <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, Wax, go ahead. I'm sorry. All I was gonna say <laughs> is the third and
0: not least jobber. Joining us today, the third of three, if you will, he is, what does Brad say? He is the charismatic, he is the enigmatic, the bizarre, the weird, the stupid, the dumb, the cool, the Cena. Mark,
1: they hate Jason. I'm just so happy that WWE is in front of fans. I'm just wondering when the four jobbers will have some fans. Then we can really celebrate. I agree. Uh, there, are, there are some few. point. I it'll happen
2: at some point, you know. We've gotten a, a few, few.
1: people uh, come in and say uh, we say got a to close me, hey. family, real fans right now, close family for yeah. life, That's right. inner circle.
2: Yeah, our bloodline.
1: Yeah. yeah. But blood uh, yeah, no, I just want to say thank God that
2: you can't see me
1: is back <laughs> in the WWE Jabber Drop.
2: Love it. Yeah. Sina. Thank God. Cena back. So let's get right into it. Obviously, we we're going to talk about Money in the Bank, but I wanted, because everyone's everyone no knows about it. It's no spoilers. Cena appears at the end of Money in the Bank. Did you guys expect it?
1: Um, no, it caught me off guard. Like It seems so obvious now, but I was thinking, well, people are saying Goldberg might show up at some point. I was thinking uh, Becky Lynch. I don't know. It, it, it was fantastic, though. Yeah, I, uh, you know, you would expect John Cena
0: to make his way back to the WWE at some point. And according to the dirt sheets that I later ended up reading, it wasn't a complete surprise. I think some people weren't expecting it to be when it was. But for me, it was a completely organic markout moment. One of my first markout moments in a very long time. And, of course, it was helped by the fact that he got one of the loudest pops oh. And in, in
1: probably in history, right? It, it uh, was loud. Yeah, it was a pandemic pop right there. Yeah, I
2: mean, Jason's gonna need to go and redo his uh, four most memorable returns because <laughs> I think that's that probably be... uh, one of them for sure. Like, it. I I think I,
0: so. I,
2: I was taken uh, by surprise with it. I again had read things online you're thinking becky lynch i'm like really it seems so soon but okay possibly goldberg and obviously we'll touch on that a little bit later on perhaps um but yeah there was a couple of names thrown around and i was like oh yeah but then the whole match seemed to go everything went as planned and i was like cool right i was almost about to turn off my tv because i was like for me it was half four in the morning you know i was dying So I was like, if this match is over, I'm about to turn this off. And then, again, with a slight delay in time, I just get a text through to my phone from Brad that just says, Whoa! And I'm like, Whoa! What's a whoa? Roman looked at the crowd, and then, literally, as I'm reading the message, I just hear, And I'm like, So yeah, I kind of lost it at that point. You can't yeah. see me. <laughs> I, I couldn't see him coming. No way could I see that coming. So yeah, good on uh, good on Cena for coming back. Um, I'm excited to see and, where this uh, goes.
1: He looks good. He cut his hair. Well, he had his hat on, so it looked like he had the shaved look again, which he didn't. He still had a little bit of the the wipeout Hollywood uh, corporate cut going on the top. But it looked good without the hat. He looked good. It felt good, and on Raw he doubled down, and just effortless, effortlessly gave one of the best promos in a year and a half. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he absolutely, absolutely did. Class. And we
0: can we can get more into Raw a little bit later. Of course, John Cena's return was the big story of Sunday night's event, which was the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Not the first pay-per-view since the pandemic began to be in front of crowds, but it felt more of a normal show versus WrestleMania, which still had spaced-out seating. Uh, This one was indoors, so I think you felt the crowd noise a lot more. for sure. Um, It felt a bit more of a normal event. Yeah,
1: because... This is the norm now. They're back, uh, SmackDown and Raw are in front of fans. Like, that's just what it is now. I think WrestleMania was like a a one-off and knew that it was going back to the Thunderdome for a couple more months. Agreed. Agreed. I think it
2: it, it did feel like I was excited for it and I I really enjoyed it. And obviously, SmackDown, Money in the Bank, and now Raw, I've kind of seen bits of and seen fans react to stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. It it does freak me out though. Is it? Do you guys not feel the same? Like I'm sitting watching this, I can't. I can't really go around to my mate's house without, you know, wearing a mask and having to distance myself. But they are all thousands of them, all just sitting together. It just kind of freaks me out a little bit.
1: Doesn't freak me out, I guess, because well, we're where we are. Um, we can visit each other, go in our backyards, the front yards, the side yards, on the roof, inside the house, wherever you want to go. It's kind of sort of back to normal now. A lot of people have vaccinations, second vaccinations. I don't feel the anxiety of being not able to be together. I've been to restaurants. Yeah. So on. maybe we're at a different level. And it comes back quick once your surroundings are more yeah. normal. It's not like, oh, my God, like it's, we're back to normal. It feels great. And, you know, let's yeah, continue.
2: Like I say, it's, it's good to see it. And I've definitely done some stuff. I've been to a pub or two you know and i've i've not actually been out for a meal yet so i'll need to try and do that at some point but just i don't i don't think here anyway we're quite at, other than if you're a football fan um uh, obviously with the euros going on and in, in, mostly in london it was a, a pretty wild scene there but we won't talk too much about the the pandemic and what that's doing but it's just it kind of i'm watching it and i'm like whoa this is weird to me but I'm sure we'll get there in time. But, uh, yeah, Yeah, why don't we jump into Money in the Bank?
0: Absolutely. It was a bit weird to me, too, just to say. But I think through the night, I quickly forgot about that and just got into the pops again, the crowd reactions. And it was actually very refreshing to see. Is the crowd on board with some of these characters, some of these Mm. gimmicks? Are they not? It it was nice. It was kind of like a litmus test. Yeah. Yeah, some of these things work maybe Better in WWE's mind on paper. And then they go out to the crowd. They, they fail sort of the, the crowd test. And, and that's good. It's good to have that instant feedback. But yes, let's go into the card. Um, I won't mention too much on the pre-show. The main thing to note is we did have a title change on the pre-show. It was the Usos once again uh, becoming the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Beating out the Mysterio Collective Mysterious had that oh, interesting entrance Mysterio where they were collect. like in the in the uh, Aztec pyramids and they went through a portal. So I guess they were out. What? <laughs> I didn't see it. I missed. it. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing.
2: Like, go. You don't even need to watch the match. Just watch that bit. Literally, they're standing next to like Chichen Itza or something, yeah, and then I they just turn around exactly but... and they're like, "Yeah, let's go." And then they step through this weird time portal, and suddenly, booyaka, booyaka. You know, it's like. <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, it was a little odd, and they never really address it. Or no. It doesn't, like, nothing comes back to it. But, yeah, it was. I, I kind of had this on. I, I never really paid too much attention to the pre show personally, and I guess that was my own fault because I kind of missed the title change. I had it on in the background. I think I was cooking dinner or something like that. But, yeah. The, the, it does come into play a little bit later in a segment that we saw later in the pay per view. So, it is important to make that note.
2: Absolutely.
0: But we did begin the night with the first of two Money in the Bank ladder matches. Yes, and sir. we saw Nikki Ash, or Nikki A-S-H as they called her. I didn't realize. I thought it was Ash. Maybe that's my fault. Defeated Alexa Bliss. Defeated Asuka. Defeated Liv Morgan. Defeated Naomi. Defeated Natalia. Defeated Tamina. And defeated Zelina Vega to become Miss... Money in the bank,
2: or Mrs. Jordan, O'miz, depending on we're not sure.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. Jordan, being the uh, the Scott, being the uh, Nikki Ash, Mark, being the one who correctly picked her to win the match. Why don't we start off with you? <laughs> what did you feel about this match?
2: Um, so we'll start with the the positive from it. Uh, obviously, I picked Nikki. Partly because she is Scottish and I will back her all the way.
1: Partly, 90% partly.
2: Yeah. Uh, there is a very small part that I genuinely thought that the push that she had was um, in the lead up to this w- was going to go her way. It just it seemed to make sense for her to, to, to win it in, in my head. Although, and one thing we spoke about um, from the pre-show as well, there was a, a little promo package that we had with Liv Morgan where Liv talks about how her passion is for wrestling and blah, blah, blah. And as she's talking, she literally is breaking down in tears. And I was just, I'm thinking while I'm watching this, she's she's won this, she's obviously got it because all we've seen from most of the talent who win in big moments over the last little while is they can't hold their character. Bianca Belair being an example of that from WrestleMania. She knew how big a moment it was because she knew what the outcome was going to be, broke down, and we knew what the outcome of the match was. And that's what I thought was going to happen with this. Luckily, it did not. And it turns out that Liv Morgan is just a fantastic actor, so I love it. Um, But yes, the match itself was shockingly poor. um, And I would probably say... 90% of that was because Tumina was awful. Um, She was highlighted far too much in the match for somebody who was added last minute. So, yeah, not very happy about that. Definitely happy about the outcome, though.
0: Jason, I know Um, you had a big issue with uh, a certain portion of the match.
1: Well, the ending. I think uh, most people had uh, (laughs) a problem with the ending, but... um, I actually rewatched this match, so I've seen it twice now. I just rewatched it before I came on here Why did you because do that my to yourself? because my first my initial reaction to it was so negative. Like I was like, I that was a bad Money in the Bank match. I didn't like it, so I wanted to make sure. So I watched it again, and it wasn't as bad as the first time I watched it. Obviously, maybe I focused on more, maybe because I knew it was gonna happen. I don't know, but. Tamina was highlighted a lot. You're sh- you're right about that. She had a couple okay spots, but overall that's not who you should be highlighting in my opinion. Um the when you were ta- saying that about Liv Morgan, I found that interesting. It made you think she was going to win that that interview she did before the match. I hated that interview. Like so you might. could say she acted well if it, fine, but I like it, her character comes off as a little whiny baby. It's like, I, I don't know it just didn't sit right with me. And when she got up the ladder for her little glimmer of hope, and everyone was, this is going to be the dream come true, la, 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 la. Like, it was just, it was too much. Like, I didn't think it was going to happen. But um, the ending was shocking. Everyone was, like, before they set up the ladder, there was a ladder in the middle of the ring perfectly set up for someone to go climb up and get, the, get it. Natalia decides to bring another ladder in, and she takes, like, 10, 15 hours setting it up, and then climbs it instead, right next to the one that was already set up, because they need to get each they need to get three ladders set up for the finish. Yeah. That was just a horrible way to do it. It it made her look so stupid. I just hate when everyone looks stupid. And speaking of looking stupid, then we get to the final, and they're all on the ladder. It's a cool spot. They're trying to fight each other, but like they're batting at the at the briefcase like like kittens like playing with string like just batting at it for like a good while while Nikki's climbing up there uh, you know, a very good amount of time and it's just like what are you doing you look like you're in the background like none of you are thinking you're on autopilot I hate when stuff like this happens because it brings me right out of it like I'm right out of it I thought it was an, it was funny that you know she climbs up there and steals it but really poorly done um, in my opinion the yep. match itself wasn't wasn't as bad as I thought. The first time I saw it, there were a couple spots that were were fun. I think maybe it was overbooked because there was a lot of waiting around for spots. When Nikki jumped off the ladder and she almost fell straight down because she pushed off too hard, like people were waiting for her for like fifteen yeah. seconds. And <laughs> then there was a moment when uh, Liv Morgan was fighting for a ladder with Natalia, I think, for oh, like for a minute ages. and a half. Yeah, that yeah. Was for ages and then they hold it for someone to jump off it they're just holding it there like they're it's props. almost
2: like the whole match was designed to to get that final moment which didn't look right anyway but the it, whole match yeah. was there for that one moment and you could tell because the minute the bell rings they all go out the ring to grab stuff to try and start setting up Right, well, if we're gonna have there's three, a lot of waiting around. If yeah. we're gonna have three ladders in the ring, we're probably gonna to need to put one, you know, a bunch of them in at the start. That way, we you know, we've got them there and we can play around with them a little bit. But it just set, felt like a 15-minute match of setting up three ladders in the ring and nothing else really happened, yeah, other than to me, just being to, crap.
0: It, it was hard to sort of look at because on the surface, you have someone who is climbing. A ladder that somebody else is already on, and yeah, actually, you, you notice that Natalia sees
1: and that like, Nikki
0: is, and and someone else—I don't remember if it was Oscar or if it was Zelina. Oscar, I, I, I think it was Oscar. Actually, prevents her from stopping <laughs> Nikki.
1: No, it was bad, man. Or, it's like they all or, forgot yeah. what kind of match it was, and they're just beating yeah. each other up. Oh yeah, we got to get that thing right there. I forgot. Like, uh, yeah, man, it, I feel bad saying that too, because like. There was a lot of work put into this match. There was good spots, but then there was too many almost. Too much waiting around. Too much brought me out of the experience. But ultimately, uh, regardless of all that, it is interesting that Nikki won. I do feel good for her. Um, She got it pretty quick into this new gimmick. So I'm wondering, will they build her gimmick while she's champion? Because usually you build it first and then make them champion. But whatever. She can build it while she's champion. I'm interested yep. at least yeah. to see where they go with this.
0: Yeah, super happy for her. Um, and and th- again, just going back to the crowd test, I could see Liv Morgan super over. She is, I, she I is. I think yeah. the crowd really, really likes it's true. her. Uh, yeah. Selena also got a pretty good reaction, as did mm-hmm. Asuka. Of course, nobody really cares <laughs> about Tamina. Nobody really cares, sorry, Jordan, about Natalia. It's I true. I think just Natalia's. <laughs> Been around for a while. I think at this point we've seen her peak, and I think now she's oh, so. she's a great worker. She's there to put people over. That's awesome. Alexa is a bit of kind of she's the big just show. There. Yeah, help everybody. Out. Alexa's kind of an enigma. I found. I think the crowd she was still cool. likes she was cool her. in the
1: match. I like this. Yes,
0: I, I didn't, but that's okay. I think the crowd likes her. I don't think they like. Uh, the gimmick
1: that's what i'm saying i feel like she's slowly moving away from it she's starting to wrestle she has her moments they should have like the Zelina thing was really 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 bad yes i wish that didn't happen if that didn't happen like her pretending to get the briefcase that's kind of funny like just look and you know like oh i have powers and then it doesn't work whatever and she'll get back to just the normal she could be creepy but a good wrestler which she 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 is
0: then she brings back lily on Monday night. Yeah,
1: April. well, I, we didn't get there yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
0: no, we're still All talking about Sunday um, night. Yeah. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. But uh, yeah, I think people were happy to see Alexa wrestle. I was. I, oh, was, I was super so happy to see her yeah. wrestle and kind of leave behind most of the hauntedness. Still
2: and um, be
1: there, but. Sister Abigail, the, the little, um, the variant, if you will, of Sister Abigail oh, that she did was great. I loved it. Thing. Yep. Yeah, Turned it back. Poof. Slam it yeah. down.
0: Yeah, Uh,
2: definitely. like it.
0: So, Jason, I I, I believe you that uh, maybe the match ages better if you watch it a second time. Uh, I'd still say just a little bit quickly. Yeah. Just looking through the card, this would still have to be probably my low point of the night, especially because I love the Money in the Bank ladder match. It's super effective at at what it does. It's fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what? Again, really happy for Nikki. I think it's better her winning it than someone like Tamina or um, even Asuka. I don't think Asuka needs to win it again, for example.
1: No, no. She
0: got a good pop, though. She did. She did. She did. I think everyone knows that she could be doing more. She should be doing more. But Mm -hmm. all that to say, this is probably a bit more of a forgettable match for me when I look at the rest of the card.
1: It's just set up for something more memorable. That's it, pretty much. Nice. Yep,
0: absolutely. So, where did we go next? We went to a tag team match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship, and I believe we all picked this result. AJ <laughs> Styles and Omas <laughs> defeating the Viking Raiders in a match that was longer than I thought it was in hindsight. Actually, no, excuse me. My comment in our group chat was that this match felt long, and yeah, it was. Right. It was almost 13 minutes long.
1: Um. Yeah. I I gained respect for the Viking Raiders after this match. Nice. I don't know maybe that maybe that might be the first time I've ever seen an entire match with them, but they can do things I didn't know they can do. I don't love their look or their gimmick, but they are good together and they are interesting in the ring. And um the only thing I had a problem with a little bit was uh they got like little hits on Omas kind of hurt him a lot. You know, like he got elbowed off the apron and he was kind of out there for like a long for a time. a while, yeah. It kind of chipped away at his, uh, you know, godlike Armor. feel. Yeah. But ultimately he got it back, I guess, at the end.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's maybe a little bit of inexperience on Omas's, um part Perhaps. there. Like he was, when he was in the match, he was good, but not great. I think he's very limited in his move set at the minute. So you see him do some stuff and you're like, oh, wow, this guy's a 1,000 foot tall, so that looks good. And it is impressive. But, you know, particularly when he's basically military-pressing people,
1: you know, it's amazing to watch.
2: But you can't continue to give me the same thing in every match and expect me to be excited about it. And I think we're going to get to that point. I hope at that point the titles will be taken off of them. But in terms of I, this match, I I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a good match and we did comment it on, was how, good. on how long it, it was for the second match of the night. Um but yeah, it was good. I again I had a little bit of respect for the Viking Raiders. I I'm not super over with them. Like are they they're not super over with me. I do enjoy watching them, but I think I would like to see more of them with other tag teams um, to make my mind up.
0: Yeah. Uh, exactly what you said about Omos. I mean, he we're kind of seeing somebody develop while they're on screen, right? Pairing him with AJ from basically, I don't even think he was ever on NXT. I think he would, came up right from the performance center. We're kind of seeing him develop in real time and, Being the size that he is, he's never going to be necessarily known for his wrestling. I don't think he's ever going to be one of the best wrestlers in the WWE. He doesn't have to to be either. Exactly. I was about to say, I don't think he needs to be. As long as he can be just a solid big man, he doesn't need to be the big show or or someone who's like surprisingly agile for his size. He just needs to be dominant. I agree they need to find different ways to utilize him, and that's why I kind of like the dynamic of having a cocky... I guess they're they're still trying to keep them heel as AJ and say, you know, just let me in, because it makes it believable, because why not just keep Omas in the entire time if this guy is borderline unbeatable? But that adds a little bit of a dynamic to the tag team, and it makes it more believable for somebody to eventually beat them, rather than him just being a human cheat code. You know, yeah. like big head mode or, or something like that. So uh, yeah, it was a fine match. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys did. I did. I, I did notice the time a bit more, uh, but yeah, it was okay. It was. I didn't have a particular issue with it, and I still. I still thought it was better than the previous match for me. Well, you'll get to see it again next week on Raw. Yep. That's true. That's true. We can never just have a match once these days. I, uh, it's gotta I, have it again and again. I'm just
2: looking up to see because I was like, actually, did have I seen him do anything else before? A I'm I'm talking to, talking about, and obviously we know he was the big ninja. That yep. uh, was with Akira Tozawa, um, yep. and I think he was a bouncer in. Uh, he was raw the, underground guy at the door as well. for Raw Underground. But he actually made his in ring debut, at a house show for NXT where he uh, he was in a two-on-one handicap match against Team 3.0, also known as Ever-Rise. And uh, he, uh, he won. <laughs> well, so he in does. his debut, he beat Ever-Rise. And then a couple of months later, Ever-Rise were mm-hmm. uh, fired from WWE. So there you go. What does that tell you? Um, but yeah, he's been I in that, one I other guess. singles match. That, or well. And singles competition as such. There you go.
0: There you go. Okay. Moving on to the shortest match of the night, but this was definitely one of my high points personally. It was the almighty Bobby Lashley retaining the, uh, I always forget, the WWE (laughs) championship. The real one. Against Kofi Kingston. And a lot of people don't like squash matches this was the squash match that it needed to be. Yep. Bobby did that whole promo on the Raw previous saying enough of the bullshit, enough of the women and enough of the glamour and the money and the party and whatnot. Let's get back to the hurt and get away from the business. I want to beat the shit out of people. And that's exactly what he did for Kofi. And then considering what happened later in the night, it does set something up quite Interestingly, down the road, what did you guys think of this match?
1: Jordan. Uh,
2: okay. Um <laughs> I was worried within the first minute of the match because I, I said last week, this needs to be, you know, Bobby comes up, he comes out, rips the arms off Kofi and beats him to death with them, You know, like it needs to be, I didn't need to have, colour it didn't need to go that far but it needed to be enough that it made me go right all right hold on you know steady Um, and it it did that but in the first minute Kofi had a bit of offence and I was like oh no this is going to be a match it's actually going to go like a a proper match back and forward And, and then suddenly a minute later I was absolutely wrong and was unbelievably happy. I thought it was exactly what it needed to be. A little... You, you, you want that wee bit of hope there, Kofi? Uh, you, yeah. Take that. Boom. Smash. Dead. Perfect. That, uh, that
0: first minute was almost like Kofi waving a red flag as a matador in front of a Yeah, pole, basically. And then not getting out of the way in time.
2: Yeah, and he just gets destroyed. Um, it was exactly what it needed to be. It. I'm not a fan of Bobby Lashley. I just... I don't know why, I th- I think it's because he's got the worst spear I've ever seen from a wrestler, ever. Um, but there's just something about him that I just don't enjoy. But seeing his promo at the end of last week's Raw and this match, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I get it now, I see what he can be. And I'm excited about where this is gonna go. And obviously we'll talk about a little bit of what that looks like for the future. But, uh, soon but uh, yeah great match great match
1: Um well unlike you I am a big Bobby Lashley fan he gets me excited he gets me excited <laughs> he it, gets eh? me excited because he's built into such a monster and you it's kind of like not on like Lesnar Lesnar's level necessarily but he's built to that like I'm going to destroy everyone like when Lesnar destroyed uh, Randy Orton remember oh my god this crazy storm but um, the light thunder and oh, lightning, oh, Michael. Yeah. The Thunder dome over here. What the yeah. hell? Um, yeah. Remember when Lesnar destroyed yeah. Randy Orton? He broke him open. With, I thought yeah, he was yeah. gonna do that. Well, and that's
2: kind of what I thought it might have went. But I'm am glad it didn't, it didn't.
1: Yeah. It didn't have to because he no. dominated him, literally three times with the Dominator. Uh, is that the first time he's finished? Like that's not his finisher, right? Like this is a new thing for him. The Dominator. He'd be I think he using the hurt lock a yeah, lot. I think more. he uses it, but, it, it's but didn't he have like finish. a sit-down power bomb or something he would do a lot? Yeah. I don't
0: think I so. I thought he always used the Dominator.
1: Did, okay, I don't know, I, but I, as far as I remember, I, the Dominator is perfect for him. I mm-hmm. love it as a move for him. It's very brutal. You can sell it spectacularly. Uh, Kofi's selling was amazing throughout yeah. the whole night. It this it's like an interesting match because you're not gonna go back and watch this match throughout the years and study it and be like, oh, maybe you should study it if you're going to do a similar type of angle. But it it reminded me of, remember when Goldberg beats Lesnar and it was so shocking and it was quick just with the spear? That's one of my favorite, I guess it's one of my favorite matches because of the moment of it. But I'm not going to go back and watch it over and over again. It wasn't a great match by itself. So I felt like with this one, it was perfect moment to do it. It was perfectly executed to continue the character development but the match, like, objectively wasn't like a five-star classic you're going to go back and watch, but it did exactly what it needed to do for the moment. I'm excited going forward. Bobby Lashley, I think, is doing great. Like, he's always, people always said, like, he suffers on the mic. He doesn't have the most intimidating voice, but he delivered that promo very well. It was, well, you know, so now he's working good in the ring and on the mic. It's all coming together. MVP has totally transformed himself. He's one of the best managers of all time oh, now, like so I think he's the best going right now, and uh, he's incredible. So debatable. it's just it's it's just great, and I'm so excited to see real threats be thrown at Bobby. If you want to call Goldberg a real threat, okay. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But he's yeah, and this doesn't somewhere.
0: hurt Kofi either. Like no, because no, no, we expected it. Yeah, Kofi's not going to beat this iteration of Bobby Lashley. No, he's not. It's just, it's not believable. And I love that Bobby in, had him in the hurt lock for the first time. And it looked like Kofi had already gone limp. And Bobby's like, nah, sorry, ref, you can't see. Yeah. I want to continue this. I want to keep beating him. I'm going to keep beating him up because I'm making a statement, not just to Kofi,
1: the entire yeah, WWE. It wasn't even a, it was a statement. It wasn't even a match. It was just a statement. Mm. It was a beautiful statement.
2: Yeah. I would say the commentary team did very well during that match as well because there were a couple of moments where I thought, Oh, has he hidden Kofi from the ref so that he can oh wow and then they commented on it and I thought, great. Yeah that was good. That's what it needs to be. If you know if they don't talk about those little kind of subtle moments in matches that some people might miss, what's the point in them doing it? Um so yeah, I I, I really enjoyed the listening to What's his name? Big Jimmy or whatever.
1: (laughs) Yep. Jimmy. Uh, Yeah, what's his name? Jimmy Jimmy Smith. Smith. Jimmy Smith.
2: Yeah, the most generic name ever. But there we go. (laughs) He looks
1: generic, too, a little bit.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
0: but, you know, he's done a good job compared to Adnan. Um, You know, again, this is where someone with a combat sport background has a huge advantage because he's able to build that narrative so quickly, right? Because he's used to calling unscripted. He probably knows to an extent what's happening or what's going to happen. And and yeah, I was one of those people. I didn't notice at first that Bobby was trying to keep Kofi away from the ref. So to keep that narrative going allowed me to respect what was going on in the match a lot more.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Perfect. Love it, Bobby.
0: So shall we move on? So this is, I think, uh, we're coming up on a match that I don't think any of us were particularly excited for. Maybe just because it's going to be a good match, but in terms of the build, in terms of the storyline around it, it certainly, I, I was kind of looking forward to it to be done at first. Mm. And it was Charlotte Flair defeating Rhea Ripley to once again become the WWE Women's Champion, Jason. Which did
1: you know, think it's funny. about this match? Uh, Some people, when they see this, they're like, how could they do that to Rhea? Rhea's, you know, one of the best young champions, blah, 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 which, I mean, talent-wise she is, but her run was not memorable, really, or that entertaining, so I'm happy with the outcome of it. The match was good. It wasn't special. It didn't really grasp my attention, but it was good, and uh, I'm happy with the outcome of it, with Charlotte winning. And a lot, of, you know, a lot of people saying, how could you do that to her? Um, obviously, what happened later shows they didn't want to do the cash-in on Rhea, so it kind of, you know, saves her, saves her there. But uh, I'm not really a big fan of either one of these individuals at the moment with them going at each other, so hopefully they can separate and we can be fans of theirs again because they are that good. So, uh, oh my God, my power almost went out. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. We might become two jobbers soon enough. Yeah. Tag
0: team. Although it's looking stormy over here too, so... uh,
2: Stormy weather.
0: We will see. But yes, uh, great match. Um, Even for a feud I still am not all that jazzed about, they put on a great show. Mm. And yeah, you could say, how could you do this to Rhea? I think Rhea is able to lose the title here and still be able to come back from it. I don't think she's in a position where this absolutely crushes her or anything like that. It was done in a way where you target a certain part of her body, uh, the knee, and you submit her directly targeting the knee. Of course she's going to tap. Of course she's going to tap in that in that situation. So I think they did it very, very well. Um, am I jazzed, or was I thrilled at the time about Charlotte being the champion again? No, but uh, hey. As we saw uh, the next day,
2: <laughs> that,
0: yeah, th- those fears got alleviated. I suppose Jordan,
2: things happen pretty quickly in the world of wrestling, huh? Um, I I really enjoyed the match. I again wasn't excited for it, and I would say that the first five seconds of the match probably got me hyped for it with Charlotte's reaction to the crowd. Yeah, yeah, um, true. oh yes, the. That is just something you you couldn't do for a year and a half in in the world of wrestling, or particularly in in WWE. So, for her to hit this match, you know the first big match. I mean, she wasn't in Mania, right? So this is her first match in front of people, right? So for her to hit crowds there's chance going on, whether it's about Charlotte against Charlotte for Rhea, whatever it is. And for her to react to the crowd got me excited about the match instantly. I didn't care what she did. It didn't matter. Although her reaction was class finger (laughs) to the crowd. Brilliant. But in doing that, it got me excited for what was going to happen. So I sat forward and went, cool, what's going to happen here? And I, I genuinely thought the match was great. It, it, yeah, it's not the best match I've ever seen, but it's definitely a really good match. And on that particular card, it's a contender for match of the night for me. It really is. Um, again, I agree. Working on that knee, coming back to it throughout the match, and then that's how she makes her win. Makes perfect sense. So in terms of story, uh, storytelling, hit the nail on the head. I think... The Charlotte that we saw in that match is definitely the Charlotte of old, and I think the crowd has a huge part to play in that. She obviously feeds massively from their response and I think she did really well. I, I, I was happy to see Rhea lose the title. I Me too. It's a shame because when I when I watched her in NXT for the last you know year up until this, and I know Jason says it doesn't count. And
1: Oh, it doesn't. W D B have basically told us it
2: doesn't count. But uh yeah, like it's a shame because I really want to see her do well, but maybe her not having the title will mean that she has more of a chance to be her again and not the the champ as such, you know. So I guess we'll see. Yeah,
0: I, I agree with that. I think a character that Rhea had developed on NXT was much better being built up not from the bottom, but being built up, mm-hmm. not Shooting down. So I think it works a lot better for her to lose it here, and and she'll get it back at some point. Yeah, uh, whether yeah, it's against sure. uh, the current champion, whether it's a couple months down the line, a year later, she'll get it back. She, she's she's in the picture. She's in the mix. Uh, she's she's a strong competitor. Let her develop her character a bit more. Come back, and yes, Jordan, I agree. Just looking at the card once again. I'd say this was my match of the night. And I didn't expect it to be. So just on that alone, super, super happy. Yeah. Satisfied with that. Um, okay. We had our second of two Money in the Bank ladder matches here. And it was Big E defeating Drew McIntyre, John Morrison, Why Kevin it? Owens, King Nakamura, Ricochet, Riddle, <laughs> and Seth Rollins. Jordan, I want to go to you first because... You didn't seem to enjoy this match
2: yeah i I got really bored, granted, this was hitting about the you know three three thirty time in the morning for me, so I was flagging a little bit before I injected myself with some coffee or whatever, but like I think the start of the match was just a little bit slow, and i I just wasn't that maybe because I'd just watched' money in the back match, and it was poor. When I watched this one, I kind of went into it like, yeah, whatever. Another one of these, let's see who wins. I would say pretty much around the time that I messaged you guys and said, yeah, this isn't great. It started to pick up. About halfway through the match, it picked up a little bit and I started to see some moments where I was like, oh, a little flurry of greatness, lovely. Um, And I started to enjoy it. But yeah, not a super memorable match I would say the outcome again another surprise for me I just was not expecting Big E to be the guy who who takes that briefcase at all um nobody yeah nobody predicted that the jobbers anyway so yeah was very surprised by that um I'm excited to see what he does in the lead up to cashing in in particular, who he's going to cash in on. Um I hope he doesn't go to Raw. My worry is that that will happen because the rest of the New Day are over there.
1: Because... New no. Day rocks. <laughs>
2: yeah, but uh yeah, we'll,
0: we'll if see. If Brad were here, he'd say, why not reunite the best tag team of all time or yeah, whatever.
2: That, but we- Brad is... But he's not here. ...dick. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. There you go. Suck on that, Brad. You're a ginger freak.
0: Uh, Yeah, this definitely <laughs> doesn't go down as a classic <laughs> Money in the Bank ladder match for me either. But I was entertained. Uh, You know, from the spots to sort of the action in between. And maybe I was comparing it a lot to the women's Money in the Bank match, and it was much better yeah. than that one. Yeah. So, maybe I'm looking at it more favorably than it actually was. Maybe I need to rewatch this match. But especially coming, coming down to the wire, Riddle just stunning everybody. Uh, it's not stunning. RKOing everybody. Then Seth throwing KO out of the ring down to a brutal. ladder. I thought his yeah. neck was broken right then and there. And brutal. then the big ending to Seth off the
1: top rope. A great I, finish. I was happy. Great finish. Great finish. They wrapped it up Great. real well, unlike the other one, yeah. which unraveled at, like, as it went on.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so mm-hmm. no, I was super happy, and I do think Big E is... I don't think he's going to go to Raw yet, but I do think there's going to be that... Uh, he's hovering around. Bobby Lashley just destroyed one of his best friends. I think it's inevitable. It's not going to be right away. It's not going to... I don't think it'll be at SummerSlam. I don't think Goldberg will have a long enough match with Bobby Lashley that Lashley will be dead at the end of it. I don't think so. So I think, yeah, as you said before we went on the air, Jordan, I think this one's going to be a slow burn. Yeah. Um, because especially since we got a cash-in on Monday Night Raw already, and I think they want to at least have the briefcase, a briefcase in play for a bit longer
2: yeah from a marketing standpoint you don't want to just within two weeks forget that money in the bank WWE money in the bank was a thing i feel I'm, like um i feel like remember... we, we probably need like a WWE money in the bank backlash pay-per-view next oh, month God, just no. to, you know
1: <laughs> a second briefcase
2: yeah why not
1: but yeah, joke. when when we when you remember a while back when they were strapping a rocket or we thought they would to Big E, you know he was he's going to be in singles. I guess they actually took their time with it, which is probably smart. And uh, he kind of got not pushed to the back. He was still uh, you know a main a main name on the show, and he would be involved in in good matches and feuds and whatnot. But he didn't go straight to the top, battling for the the title. And now. It feels a little more organic, I guess. Plus, it lines up perfectly with Kofi yeah. Kingston getting destroyed. So I got to give them props on this storytelling. Uh, you know, hopeful that they actually do do, do that, which we don't know mm-hmm. yet. But um, the match wasn't super memorable, like you guys said. I agree with you. It had some... The way it came together at the end with some great spots re- were that I remember, like the Kevin Owens one, uh, obviously the big ending, uh, Ricochet... Uh, when he jumped onto the ladder, got pushed, jumped onto the rope, and did a perfect like, oh, yeah back flip or front flip or whatever, like a hundred feet in the air, he just went flying. he was fantastic um there were moments uh i 'm happy for big e i didn 't expect it i really i don 't know thinking about it now it makes sense but i was I was blindsided by it i didn 't think big e at all i didn 't think they were thinking big e. But uh, he's, he's good, and it'll uh, be exciting to see him versus Bobby. That, that's a legit battle. You know, he can't get squashed. Yep. Well, who knows? It's a knows? believable, believable battle. We also had
0: uh, Jinder Mahal come in and attack with uh, attack Drew McIntyre with the help
1: of Veer and, and Shanky. I think yeah. they're called Veer Sh- and Shanky. Shanky, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so I guess that had to that happen continues. to protect Drew so he didn't lose the match. Not his fault.
2: Ugh.
0: Yeah. I, and I was fine. I, I, again, much like Asuka in the women's, Drew doesn't need to be no. Mr. Money in the Bank. I, I think heard some booze.
1: Some Drew boos when he I, was I telling th- stories before the match. I, I heard it, too. I did hear it, too. I think people... Yeah. Uh, they know, want him to take a step it's, back, it's, back for now. Just to It's take a unfortunate
0: step back. timing for him because... He dominated the I pandemic know. era. I know. And it's... I'm sure if the crowd had been there for him, yeah. he would have gotten the cheers. Yeah, and I think for now sure. that we're back, people are a bit tired of him right now.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. And he needs a good blood feud to but just he'll be stay back. out of the title. He looks yeah, like he a will. billion dollars. He looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. He'll be back.
2: He, he, honestly, I think he needs a holiday. He needs to go away for a bit. Um, and I, d- I, d- I, d- I don't mean an injury. I, d- I wouldn't want to see him injured. No, but course, like what? But a
1: kayfabe injury or something. But just
2: something. Just. He needs, I could see. I think yeah. what Drew needs is a return. And every time he, he loses, he deserves a match it. Or what, yeah, oh, absolutely. He, he just seems to continue going and going and going. And that's an amazing work ethic for him. But for us, I'm oversaturated with Drew. I'm full of Drew, you know. <laughs> and I just want to not see him for a bit so that when he comes back, I'm like, yes, let's go light the ring on fire come on
0: what so. would you think about having especially because this feud is getting pretty violent as we saw on raw also yeah. uh, shanky ate mu- must have eaten like 30 chair shots mm-hmm. something like that i think jinder with veer and shanky could absolutely kayfabe injure drew it doesn't have to be a long departure he could come back for survivor series mm-hmm. he could come back for the rumble if they really want to keep him out a bit longer just yeah exactly have them get absolutely demolished. Have Jinder in the Rumble. Claymore muse. I forget. I don't remember Drew's just uh, theme music, but uh, <laughs> the, the bagpipes hit. He's like dun, entering entry number dun, uh, twenty-two dun, or dun. whatever, and they have a face-off. Drew versus Jinder. Drew uh, eliminates fine. Jinder. They have a feud at the Elimination Chamber, and uh, yeah, Drew's back.
2: Yeah, and in- uh, anything off like the top of my head would would be uh, uh, you've definitely put more thought than they have. Um, but yeah, just anything like that, I think would be good for him. He, he's done so yeah. well, but he's a big draw for them. So for them to say, he's a big drew for them. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> getting rid of him for a little bit. You know. That's, I, I don't
0: think it'll happen.
2: Yeah. Wishful thinking on our part, perhaps. But yeah, anyway.
0: I, I do think that few has potential gender yeah, oh, yeah, and Drew, it, it makes sense. I think they really need to lean more into the history they have together and not yeah. just, oh, he didn't and keep answer it my brutal. text messages. Not like, <laughs> and keep I stole your sword.
1: Well, I got you the bike. It <laughs> wasn't
0: my real sword. <laughs> Aha, I'll buy
1: a new bike. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. Yeah.
0: It's my birthday today. And it's <laughs> things like that. So, yeah, it needs to... The, the feud needs to grow up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> but... Yeah.
2: It's yeah. off to a
0: solid start after a bit of a stumble.
2: Absolutely, which is nice. Absolutely.
0: And people seem to, you know, uh, people didn't like Jinder, especially when he won the world I, title. But I thought he was a good to, champion because yeah, he was imposing.
1: He looks imposing. His entrance yeah. was amazing when it just it's all darked out and then bang, all that light. Yeah. And and the Jinder Mahal uh, Titantron video and all that. I thought he was yeah. good. I don't know. I, yeah, he got shit just, on too much for that. He's a good heel. He's never gonna be a, a face of the company,
0: a face no. like, crowd favourite. But he's uh, a solid heel.
1: I think
2: the problem that he had in that particular run is he never He never won. He he, he never won For it, real. Yeah. He never won anything. Yeah. He it, like
1: It's true. They they booked him like a little coward and he's like a beast. But he's he's you know? he's an
2: absolute monster. He's yeah. What, six four or something like six yeah, five? It was, it was, he's a big guy. Yeah. It was, you know it was he's stupid. massive, and he couldn't win unless he had two little Bollywood dancers cutting about beside him, like it was. Yeah, yeah just was not unfair. great. Now yeah. he's got two other guys. One of them who's bigger than him. Yeah. So well, I don't, I don't really understand why he needs them. I, I don't think he does. But I, I, I am enjoying it so far. I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah. Uh And I guess that'll bring us to our main event.
2: Main event.
0: This was a 33-minute match. Was it really? How long? Yep. 33 minutes.
2: Fuck. Oh, that's because they spent was... about 30 of those 33 looking at each other from across the ring at the start. It started slow. Yeah. <laughs> it did start slow, yes. It
0: started very slow. But yes, it was Roman Reigns defeating Edge to retain the Universal Championship. And... Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Why don't you give us your opinion first?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's sure. I've been handing it off. Um, The right person won. I'll say that. I know a lot of people were upset. A lot of people wanted to see Edge uh, overcome Roman. I think those people are wishful thinking, Mm -hmm. for a nice way to say it. I don't think that was ever in the cards. Uh, I never doubted, you know, uh, there were moments in the match where like, oh, maybe, 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 but I never really doubted that, roman wasn't gonna walk out victorious it had the physicality it had the callbacks with the chair leg submission which i think is pretty cool because i feel like that at wrestlemania that sort of happened by accident and i like that they brought it back as sort of like a motif throughout the feud yeah um there was a bit of pish happening but it wasn't too bad i wasn't too bothered by the schmozziness Charles Robinson is, is the most fragile referee in WWE history. I feel like he didn't take too hard of a bump. And it also took like 10 minutes for another referee to yeah. get out there. So that that kind of removed the immersion from me. But ultimately I was still happy. I like that Seth came in and immediately we know it's gonna be Seth versus Edge, which signed me up for. Yeah, that's going to Absolutely. Be class. And yeah, I was happy and I'm happy that Roman won. I, I know that people booed him. I think they're booing him just cause he's the heel. Some of them might still be booing him just cause they don't like him and they're just doomed to not like him until, you know, he's 45 and returns after two years away. Yeah. Like a certain other person just did. But um, yeah, I was happy with this. It was um, a good
1: match, a good way to end the night. I, I agree. I mean, the end of the night was amazing, right? We're going to, we left feeling fantastic. So reflecting back on the match itself, um, these two guys are legit big stars. Anyone can win kind of feel with both of them. I think you're right. It wasn't the right time for Edge. I do want to see Edge champion again 100%, but I don't want to see him beat Roman clean or even dirty right now. But that's not to excuse how ridiculous it is for a ref to be knocked out go outside the ring, people come help him, take him away, multiple people storm the ring, interfere in the match, how much time has gone by and no other ref has come out, no one's come out, no one seems to give a shit that there's a title match going on and there's just nothing happening. It's just what's going on. Like yeah. it just doesn't seem real anymore. Like is anyone they, else they, watching this in the production? They're waiting in line for John Cena autographs. I guess. <laughs> Honestly, one of us should get out there. It, it was really bad. Uh, like I, it was one of the longest ref bump to new ref coming. Of course, the ref comes in at the perfect time. Oh, yeah. No, I just that really bothered me. But that aside, it was it was fun seeing these two guys go at it. Obviously. I didn't love the ending in, of the match and all the schmazziness, but they gave you so much to look forward to that you almost don't care. Cena exploded my brain. I didn't realize what a mark I was until he came back now, <laughs> but I, I've always liked Cena from back when people cheered him to when people said, you suck, no, you're. let's go, Cena, you suck, Like to when he was polarizing. I've always liked him. I still like him. I'm happy he's back. He does everything so effortlessly. He's good at everything. Uh, against a guy who's at the top of the mountain right now doing the best work of his career. I'm excited. And, of course, Seth and Edge will be incredible as well. And it'll allow yeah. Edge to get in a feud, like a side feud, a blood feud, show what he can still do, and then move, move his way back to the title picture. Also, I have a question. Do you think an Edge-John Cena title match still can get people to watch? Yes, because they yeah. had, in my opinion, the Edge versus John Cena is one of the best feuds of all time. Yeah. It was so good. I loved it so much. I, I know I he's not the same guy, but... Th- it doesn't th- matter to me. It still has the drawing power. Because they could problem both still go. It's not with... like Goldberg and Undertaker or something. You know? No, of course. <laughs> yeah,
2: My problem with that would be Edge was, like, super heel. And he's been built to be... Super face just now, so yeah. there needs to be a massive turn for that to work because you're not gonna you're not gonna have heel Cena, so no,
1: no. But could they just? I feel like they're both beyond heel or face anymore. They're both just legends. Could they do a Cena Rock? Yeah, to yeah. Say Cena versus yeah. Rock. Yeah. Except you know that Edge is here. Like Rock was like you know come back for the match. I think Edge is still here. Cena's might still be here, hopefully for a while. So. I think just based on their legend status, it doesn't have to be the rated R sex celebration edge. <laughs> I don't you know, think it will be. I don't just think it has to be the that. legend versus because he can still be brutal. He can still talk shit about Cena and still be a face. He doesn't have to do it in the conniving, no. um, uh, what do they call it, chicken shit heel way. Yeah, now he's no, legit. True, true. Gonna he can kick your ass. So he's almost on on par with Cena as far as in ring power. So I think it could be interesting. Yeah, the evolution of both characters.
0: I, I, I will mention uh, the gap between referees. Uh, someone on Reddit pointed this out, and I didn't notice it at first. Is oh. that, you know, how WWE wrestlers are the least aware people on earth? So there's <laughs> always the pin without the ref yeah. that beats, you know, the three count comes in, and then they look around like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. No one's here to count th- the pin. Th- there's no ref? Apparently, Roman kicked out of the crowd count. He yeah, he did. The I crowd saw that. Count to
1: yeah. Three. That's I amazing. That. I think
0: that's
2: that
1: great. A nice touch. yeah.
2: Nice. I,
0: I didn't he notice didn't, that. He, either, would, he didn't want.
1: To I don't know if I ever seen that in any way, shape, or form. Have you ever seen that before? I, a crowd kickout.
0: Never. I've never noticed. No. I don't think I have. I do not notice cool. that at all.
2: I'm going to go watch that, cool. that again. I think for for me this this match was exactly what I expected it to be. I, I loved every second of it, <laughs> up until that moment with the mm. ref. See if they'd made the match a, a hardcore match or a just a no-DQ match or, or, or anything like that, a false count anywhere or whatever it is, it would have made more sense. But if I'm a WWE official, right? Forget one of the guys who runs the show. But I mean, not that there is anybody that runs these shows, right? They're just yeah. idiots, right? But if I'm a WWE official, a referee, and I see my ref mate go down, if I then have to, oh crap somebody's pinning someone I better run out ooh, 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 leg it out I'm instantly going to disqualify both of them. I think he came from home. It yeah yeah he yeah. Drove from his Maybe house. he was watching it at home. Oh Charles is down. Get my shirt. Is it, oh crap! It's still wet. It's been in the washing. Like it it, it doesn't make sense for because why would you then come down and just go yeah, no problem one two I oh, kicked out. You would come down to the ring and be like you're both disqualified because I've just watched everything that's happened.
1: Well, I, it doesn't I make mean, sense like for him i don't to even just, need that i just need him to come out at some point yeah. like in a couple and within a minute
2: y- yeah or just to come down and check that charles is all right at least that when you're, you're in the vicinity <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but anyone like does, just does anybody anyone care like So
2: you just comes down and goes you're right mate
1: oh, oh crap there's not a ref and they're like come on boys and they're like i don't know yeah, like, what were they doing? I would fire them. This is the championship yeah. match. You don't send anyone out for 10 your minutes.
2: Ma- You're made Ah, uh, it. Eh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I will uh, say I wasn't yeah. super pumped about Seth coming in. I'm excited about the feud, but I didn't really understand why.
1: He... Oh, because he says uh, Edge stole his opportunity by coming back and just taking yeah, it.
2: Yeah, but that's a complete... Nonsense reason. to force that in there. It it doesn't make sense, really, because maybe he'll
1: explain something else. I don't.
2: Like Seth came back, if I'm not mistaken, Seth came back after Edge and Roman started, right?
1: Seth came back at the Rumble, didn't
2: he? He came back on. No, I think. Oh,
1: Seth. Seth was back fighting Cesaro, wasn't he? Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. I think the
2: whole Edge Roman feud had started before, but anyway, I just don't uh, the reason that he got involved in the match I didn't really get. If he had just said, "Yeah, um, my, my my sights are now set on that world title. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do something about it," and then he just came out and kicked the living hell out of both of them, mm-hmm. I would mean, have been like, "Whoa! Like that's a statement. I understand why he's done it." But the fact that he just came out and kicked the edge and was like, "You stole my shot." Well, that doesn't mean you're going to win the title. It, you, all you've done is beat up the contender. Do you know what I mean? Like he's, he, it's not going to get a title shot out of that. Oh well, he will on SmackDown. To be fair, just all you need to do is ask for it and you get what you want. But anyway.
1: And yeah. like uh, the Usos came out also, and then right behind them, the Mysterios. Like you, yeah, you could, could see, see them, them yeah. literally. Right. I'm yeah. like, wouldn't it be better if they got like they put a camera in the back of the Usos were running out and they got caught. Or jumped in the back, yes. like were they? How long were they chasing them that they just caught up yeah. right through the curtains? But, uh,
2: but, so the Mysterios were in the back and they were able to see what was happening in the ring, but none of the other refs or officials knew. So the bastidores—that's that's the respond. problem I have is like yeah. it's
1: one thing that the ref can't come out, but every single person in the universe comes out. Yeah. It's like <laughs>
2: five different people make it to the ring to fight. In the Is time like, that it takes for one ref to come out, like
1: I don't up? know, that kind of stuff really bothers me. Maybe yeah. other people don't care about like con- continu- continuity, <laughs> continuity, you know, and and like a form of representation and people that care about the uh, the show, people in charge, some authority, bring back the authority. Yeah, sorry,
2: Yeah, bring back Kane and his uh, trousers. I don't know. I I think me, point. Austin. it was me all along yeah I think it's important Um, I'm with you on that definitely but yeah good match excited and obviously I am excited that's good what happened after the match just makes me even more pumped
0: yes and we've talked uh, already about the return of the one you can never see John Cena so Jason using your very scientific and highly accurate rating system what would you give this pay-per-view out of 10
1: i would give money in the bank 2021 a 7.1
0: ooh, ooh.
2: Nice. interesting
0: nice. i was looking in that area i was going to say 7.4
2: interesting interesting um i i will go with uh oh I'm gonna split the difference and go for a
1: 7.2. 7.25. I'm not gonna go that, that's a
2: bit crazy. Um, 7.2, I, yeah. Not quite below, some parts were definitely below a seven, but I would say some were seven and a half, easy. So yeah, right, right, in the, roughly about that balance.
0: Awesome. Does anyone have anything else
1: they'd like to add? About money nah, in the bank. I think we're done with it. But oh, let me say one thing about the ending of the women's match, uh, money in the bank match. What, do you think it would have been possible for, like everyone was on the ladder, all six of the women, and, well, and Alexa Bliss on the outside, if Nikki just knocked over all three ladders and everyone was like, done and then she climbed up in one would that be better i just thought of that I,
0: no. I i think it could have been better i don't know if it would have been able to be done safely that's just what just i was thinking. maybe, maybe not safely <laughs> yeah, maybe a not. lot of humans and ladders you would have falling, to know where they're
1: landing like beforehand yeah right? man i, I, I
0: thought storyline wise it would have been cool that she finally is like gaining superhero powers and she, has and she just strength like blew them all over, over. yeah man. imagine but i don't think it, if it wasn't in front of fans maybe they could have edited it with like fall mats and yeah. things like that but yeah, not, oh, well. not live. The mysterious
2: hands well. that sometimes sneak out from <laughs> underneath the ring. So
0: yeah, we can move on.
1: Let's do All it. right, Let's shall we go to Raw or this? shall we do
0: a quick
1: NXT AEW recaps? What do you guys the feeling? AEW NXT baby.
0: All right, Jordan, why don't you go ahead and give us some
2: AEW good times? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, good times. Um. Yes, obviously we have perhaps already seen my one good, one pish from AEW that was now last week. If you have followed our uh, social media, whether it be Instagram or Tiki Toki, um, but yes, a couple of things happened. Uh, Some exciting matches were built for the second night of Fighter Fest, which is tomorrow night, Uh, but in night one. The one good that I had was, of course, Darby Allen versus Ethan Page uh, in a coffin match, not a casket match, just to differentiate. They're exactly the same. But um, anyway, that's what it is. Really good match. A kind of weird moment when the... Because there was it wasn't a pay-per-view, it was still one of their live of kind of TV events. They had to have adverts. So there's a moment where they go, right, we're going to commercial, but we're picture-in-picture. Um, but they end up in the crowd during that time. But I think the thing that worked was they kept it very slow in that portion and then ramped up the pace of the match when they came back, which makes sense. Why would you want to do loads in the commercial um, and then not have much when you come back? So yeah, quite enjoyed that. But yeah, great match overall. Darby gets the win over Ethan Page. And then just to add a little bit of uh, insult to injury, while he is locked inside that casket, Uh, Oh, sorry, coffin, my apologies. He does his uh, patented coffin drop off the top rope through the lid of the coffin and absolutely kills him. It's great because as you see the coffin just explode into splinters across the outside, you see Ethan Page lying inside there, literally Mm -hmm. just kind of crumbled up in the corner. I was like, (laughs) nice. So he was actually in there when that happened. There wasn't like a false hatch at the bottom where he snuck out. Um, So yeah, really good. There was a couple of moments right in the middle that didn't really make sense. Unfortunately, Jason, one was with your your good friend Sammy Guevara uh, in a match against a, a guy who was debuting on AEW. But I don't really know why he was up against Sammy Guevara. It didn't make sense. Why was he fighting him? They just brought him out and said, yeah, here's your debut against a guy who's really hot just now and already has a feud.
1: Not sure. Are they using him as like the measuring stick, a la X Pac, perhaps?
2: Yeah, maybe, but that
1: wasn't. He's also one of their hottest th- that guys wasn't right
2: now. <laughs> really made explicit. Why would you do that? That that's like, that, I, I mean, that would be like bringing in a jobber and saying, "Oh, this is his debut match," and having it against Bobby Lashley. That would be stupid. Why would you do that? Oh, he's holy. obviously going to get beat.
1: They did do something stupid. Oh, wait, hang on a minute.
2: (laughs) There you go. Um, But yeah, so AEW at Fighter Fest Night 1 was very good. I'm excited for um, tomorrow because we do have Lance Archer versus John Moxley for the IWGP United States title. Um, So that is going to be a good match. I'm pretty sure Moxley won it from Lance Archer. So I feel like we might get a, a little title change um, tomorrow night, but I guess we'll see, but I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, Wax, I'll hand back over to you for a one good, one pish from NXT. Yeah,
0: I'll keep it short and sweet. So as I mentioned, you may have seen it on Instagram, on YouTube. I did have a milky match of the week. It was Ikemen Giro against Duke Hudson with the Duke coming out on top. That's great his, match, that's his, move. Great that's, match. His, that's his taunt great match not where i'm going with my good uh, i actually want to go with the first match of the night that was ember moon the newly single as a competitor ember moon <laughs> uh, taking on dakota kai dakota kai won and out comes xylee and xylee says hey i want you next to Raquel Gonzalez, not to Dakota Kai. Raquel, of course, still being the NXT Women's Champion. I had said it a couple weeks ago, I like Dakota as a sidekick right now to Raquel. She doesn't need to be more than that, but clearly Dakota Kai doesn't feel the same way because you saw the look that Dakota Kai gave Raquel Gonzalez after she quickly accepted Xia challenge. I'm thinking we're setting something up here and I'm really excited because Dakota Kai is great. Raquel Gonzalez is great. Uh, We do have Raquel versus Xia in about 35, 37 minutes. So I'll be watching that uh, right when we get off the air. But I'm liking that there's maybe a little bit of long-term storytelling coming in here. And I'm sure, maybe not at the next takeover. Maybe not even at the one after that. We will have Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez. The two best friends, now turned opponents. I am super hyped for that. So can't wait for that and i like how they're setting it up they're not doing it right away no maybe i have missed maybe they've been building on it already and i've missed it but last week i guess i guess last week it became super super apparent
2: yeah absolutely
0: because you think right raquel would give her best friend a title match why not but seems like uh no not quite yet
2: i guess maybe the longer the the she doesn't do that the more that she's got to kind of harbor that resentment so yeah exactly. long-term storytelling is is key here
0: exactly because if you're dakota you're maybe thinking oh okay you know i could see why uh you know you had this match and you had that match and but now Zia lee has no history with raquel to speak of it she just walks in says okay i want a match because sure
2: <laughs> no bother but, yeah I,
0: I i can get pissed off i could see her getting pissed off at that
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, So there's my good. I like that bit of storytelling. My pish, and Mandy Rose is very lucky. She gets slightly away with it. I still have no idea why she's there. I wish she wasn't there, but she's not where I'm going with my pish. I thought it was guaranteed to be that. It was close. It was very, very close. And who knows? Maybe this week. Maybe tonight. Because I'm sure she's going to be around. My pish has to be... um, So we know we have the Diamond Mine now. Diamond Mine headed up by former member of the Undisputed Era, Roderick Strong. And they had a nice little interview saying they have the best wrestler, the best up-and-comer, the best trainer, which was uh, Hideki Suzuki, now known as Hachiman, is apparently what they're calling him now, and Malcolm Bivens, the best manager. They are the best pressure breeds diamonds. I get it. I get what they're going for. Bobby Fish comes in and wants a piece of Roderick Strong. And the first thought I'm, I'm having is, is why? I get that they were both in the Undisputed Era, but Roderick Strong didn't cause the breakup of the Undisputed Era. He was a bystander, if anything. He quit for a few months. Because he was so upset that the undisputed era was gone. Why do they suddenly have beef? And then if you are gonna make it sort of a legitimate beef, I get why you put in Tyler Rust first. You know, oh you don't get you don't get Roderick Strong yet. You don't deserve that. You're getting Tyler Rust. Okay, fine. But then you make Bobby Fish look like an absolute jobber. He doesn't get an entrance, he mm. loses in i mean it's not it's enough that he loses but he loses in a distraction a chop block to the back of the knee and you know admittedly a solid kick that's it down for the three
2: yeah and then you have yeah.
0: kushida run in and actually look like the hero in all of this <laughs> and i love uh again hachi man kind of like leisurely making his way out of the ring uh you know, there there was not real urgency when you yeah, see yeah. Kushida making a beeline. I don't know, it just kinda of fell flat for me. I get what they're trying to do, it's like, oh fish and strong, they have history, they 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 want to get at each other, but storyline wise, they have no reason to be angry at each other. I'm like, was he not I can see
2: Bobby Fish was injured when this yeah, all went. He's been down. injured since war games. Yeah, so he, he wasn't even around when the Undisputed Arrow broke up. Yeah. So he's just come so, back went, why are you wearing a diamond shirt? What are you on about? <laughs> and so he's <laughs> like, "Aren't we? Aren't we still? Uh, are, are we, we don't still doing this or whatever well, it is?" Yeah. You
0: know? uh, but all that to say, unless Bobby Fish has been living in a bunker, I could see him being angry at Adam Cole. Hmm. I could even see him being angry at Kyle O'Reilly. Of course. Roderick Strong, if if that's what they're going with, oh, you you know the undisputed era, blah blah blah. I, I've. Don't see a reason for it, mm. and we do have another match tonight. We have Roderick Strong and Tyler Rust of the Diamond Mine against Bobby Fish and Kushida. So maybe, hey, maybe it can go up from here. I just thought it was a bit clumsy. Mm. I, I thought uh, it kind of fell flat for me. Uh, I like Diamond Mine, but this, this, this wasn't a great outing for them. But hey, tonight's a new night. They're Time getting right back in the can ring. Tell. That's right, so there was my pish, there was my good, and in the absence of Ginger Heat, and because the go home show on SmackDown, uh, you know, it, it's eh, it's become too much has happened yeah. since
1: that SmackDown exactly. show, exactly. Can't talk about
0: it. No worry, so, worry. we have Jason giving
1: us a good and a pish for Monday. Night I was Bra. excited. To say the least, for Raw, for maybe the first time in years, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. I watched it live, definitely for the first time in years, full in full form, full effect, um, and it started off real well. It started off with the... And I was like, yes. Yeah, but the <laughs> Yabadoo. And he gets in the ring. It's his ring. It's his house. It's his stadium, no matter what the city. He talks to people like he's known them his whole life. He controls them like one of the best maestros in the world. It's effortless. John Cena, amazing promo. I was hyped for the rest of eternity. I could do anything now. I'm a superhero because of John Cena. So it starts off great. Where do you go from there after you... How do you follow John Cena? Well, you bring out bro. And uh, honestly, I love bro as well. I think what he's doing with Randy is fantastic. Pretending to be Randy is amazing. And he comes out and gets the little shine from uh, John Cena. I didn't know what they were going to do. They just said bro back and <laughs> forth. and yeah, That's all literally. they had to do. It was. It's because both of them... Obviously, Cena's believable. He's a legend. And uh, Riddle is so believable. It's a dumb gimmick if you look at it, you know, but he's so believable and so good at it. Yeah. So I love him. So, them two in the ring together, fantastic. I'm feeling good about Raw right now. So,
2: I'm, I'm a and we're wa- half an hour into the show? Mm,
1: probably not even. Okay. Probably not even. A lot happened on Raw, a lot of a lot. stuff happened. It was overwhelming. Too much happened in my opinion. Some stuff didn't need to happen. Um, maybe did you watch All of Raw either one of you? Do you know what happened? Like uh, uh, I watched a, a lot of it. I, I so knew like a, after Cena
0: I knew
2: everything that happened.
0: This this felt like the Raw after WrestleMania just with It the was stuff. Oh, it yeah. was on
1: the yeah, Raw yeah. after WrestleMania on steroids as far <laughs> as stuff happening. Yeah. Um so what happened right after Cena was it the uh, six man tag? Six man tag? which I don't really enjoy these random put-together six-man tags, even if it's advancing story. I prefer if they do it in segments and stuff, than just these random matches. That's just me. The The match itself was okay. Um, I don't really want to talk much about it. It's forgotten with everything else. <laughs> um, and then what happened after that six-man tag? I'm having trouble the, in my
0: brain. It was the symphony match, right? Yeah. That, oh, yes, right the symphony after? match, which I was surprisingly
1: was good. good. Unfortunately... Nobody gives a shit about Riker. No, no one gives a shit about Elias, really. Like, kind of, and definitely nobody gives a shit about Riker. So, I don't know where either one of them go from here. He's but it was fun. Such a
2: big push, though. I don't get it. I don't, I understand, don't it. understand it. It wasn't
1: even like boo or cheer. It was just silence. Whatever.
2: Nobody cares. In
1: nobody cares. And this the is worst somebody reaction getting... you can get. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they did well enough to get some reactions with big moves. So I'll give them props. Oh, they worked sure. with what they got. When I, was the last time talented, you saw a,
2: a superplex from the top rope outside the ring through two tables? If that was anybody else, the crowd would have erupted. But because that's it what was it them. it to just
1: get a, ooh. They, oh, that was, <laughs> that was better ooh. than
2: nothing. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's, I don't know where either one of these two go from here. Uh. I don't really care, so we'll see. And then after that, <laughs> what was it? I remember everything once you say it. I got such a bad memory. Uh, uh, I, I, hard don't, hard I don't hard remember hard. the exact uh well, Let's just talk about what matters. Event. If I forget yeah. anything, yep. who cares? It didn't matter. Um, your boy came back. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Keith Lee, yeah. who I didn't have the pleasure of seeing his best work. I didn't watch him in NXT. He's only a main roster guy to me. But and his run in the main roster was horrible, so maybe it wasn't a big deal that he came back just to lose to Bobby. But if you know him from NXT, it's definitely a big deal. And uh, he looks legit next to Bobby. He's massive. He should be a good threat. But instead, he's just going to be this forgotten match after he comes back. What do you guys think of this? You you like him more than I do, or you know more about him? What'd you think of him coming back and losing? If, just like that,
2: if what had happened in that match was the end of that segment. I would have thought, oh, that sets up a really good feud. Because him coming back and getting beat by Bobby could light a fire up, you know, fire up his ass and just be like, right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to compete against Bobby for the title. Give me, you know, they have a feud back and forward, maybe have a couple of segments going, there and then SummerSlam hits and they have a feud. Great, fine, let, let's go. But it just felt like a way of shoehorning his return in while making it seem relevant but by the way now that he got beat well that's the end of that feud because guess what somebody else is
1: back it's not even a feud he was a stepping stone well that's it yeah but yeah. that's what I'm saying at they, best
2: they managed to amalgamate a return and a and a stepping stone at the same time and that should never be the case
1: it would have been better if he just came back and said uh, hey I'm back and then left yeah yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I agree,
0: and I had been saying this. I think I said this a couple of months ago that Keith Lee could be a really interesting feud for Bobby Lashley. So when I first saw him come back and answer the open challenge, uh, you know, I didn't quite mark out on Cena returning at Money in the Bank level, of course. No. But I like Keith Lee. He's I think he's great, and I think it's unfortunate that Jason and other people who have only seen his main roster work have been almost deprived of a really interesting and unique skill set really he's you know a big guy but he's insanely agile for his size and i thought he should have been the one to go up against sheamus rather than humberto uh carrillo again again. um so that would have been a much better utilization yes and then all that just for goldberg to come back i you know I know Jordan is not a Goldberg fan. No. I also i am not a particular Goldberg fan. He got a good pop. Don't get me wrong. He got a great pop. And that's what matters. But i um, yeah. <laughs> not hyped. Not hyped for
1: uh for that feud at some Bobby Lashley, folks, my man. <laughs> there you go. Back when uh Trump was in the WWE. But oh. uh yeah, um, oh. Keith Keith Lee, I feel bad. I don't know him like you guys know him, but I thought he was a legit threat, and he comes back for this. I am a Goldberg fan. I love Goldberg. I've been going back and watching his initial rise, and it was really well done. I like the way WCW did it. He's just this no-name. They He doesn't speak. He's just in the ring. Has no music, and then he gets built into one of the biggest things in wrestling. But I don't want to see him anymore. I wasn't happy to see him. Uh, I just wasn't happy to see him anymore. He's booked stronger than eighty-five percent of the roster, and he's gonna be sixty soon. He just comes back. He still looks good. Give him props. He's working out. Still looks good. But like, I just don't like these one-off comebacks. Like, he, like I just, I'm not interested. I hope Bobby yeah. beats him at
0: least, right? I think he will. Like, realistically, what would happen at Summerslam? It's gonna be the first match of the night, most likely, because it's gonna be seen on Roman. To end the pay-per-view yeah.
1: and it's going to be what a five minute match not even it might just be a couple minutes like he doesn't yeah. do matches because yeah. he, can. he can't
2: because he's he's not a wrestler you
1: and you know in his prime he, <laughs> no, do I, it. he can't do it when he's 55 pro- I, I'm, I'm i'm like
2: that meme i'm just gonna put like goldberg is not actually a wrestler on a sheet and then just prove me wrong and just sit at a table in a park and be like come on goldberg
1: is he's, <laughs> he's one of he's the greatest not- characters ever
2: I don't, I don't care
1: i care about that Captain but, um, crunch
2: is a good character not a wrestler
1: <laughs> and is a good serial just because it gets stuck yeah. in your throat it's still <laughs> worth it, it gets stuck. this but, was um, my thought
2: and my feeling when i uh, when i heard for those who cannot <laughs> see i'm showing a photo of the undertaker unbelievably unimpressed at the end of his match versus goldberg that uh, was Goldberg how I felt. like Paralyzed. Him oh, or yeah. Like no,
1: that. I'm I'm talking about Goldberg in his prime. Obviously, I don't like all his comebacks and stuff. Except his, uh, like I said, that magical moment in my opinion when he beat Brock Lesnar. That was fantastic. No one expected didn't Goldberg it.
0: Goldberg in Grimm. his prime also end Bret Hart's career. Yes.
1: Yeah, but he so, didn't mean to. Yeah. I don't think. No, he didn't mean to. But he just it's. it's it was an unfortunate just, accident. He can't did he, wrestle. Did he, he ruin anyone else's matches? career? I don't think so. I think it was just the one, which is very unfortunate and horrible, but.
2: I, I mean he's probably injured the same amount of people as uh Nia Jax has and you know, she's Don't ever right. put them in the same conversation. <laughs> Come on
1: now. But anyways, but, yeah, I'm not excited to see him again. Hopefully Bobby just wrecks. I'd him. be more excited to see Gilbert against
0: Bobby Lashley. Yep. That's don't, a SummerSlam. You're, a, you're a damn liar.
1: <laughs> but um let's move on. Um to let's move on to Cross, which this is my bad. My good was Cena. I didn't say it, but obviously how much I marked out for him, it was my good. Carrion Cross is, yeah now, I am familiar with Carrion Cross and his NXT um list of accomplishments. I haven't seen all of them, but I've trying to catch myself up. I think I've said that he's the best NXT champion of all time. I think that would get a lot of heat, and I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen all of them, but I just think he's so spectacular, his entrance is amazing, Scarlet is amazing. Uh, he's believable and intimidating in the ring. He could still deliver a funny quip like a gas station weasel, so he's not just a dumb meathead. He's just a yeah. perfect mix. Like, he's not amazing in the ring, but he's working on it, right? He's getting better. I think he's, he's serviceable in the ring. He's no Goldberg, right, in the ring, that's for sure. Um, yeah. And if I was just a main event guy like I usually am, main roster guy, not main event, main roster guy, and didn't know him, he, he debuts with like a half ass entrance without Scarlett. He comes in, and he and and there's a the return of Jeff Hardy's old music, which was a big pop on the internet and in real life. I I'm not familiar with that music. I don't know when was that his music I don't when he was the champion. Yeah. I think I missed that.
2: That was the time when I didn't watch wrestling.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I don't remember it. But um, he comes back and he cheats to beat Karrion and Cross. Like he's supposed to be a face, right? And he cheats and he beats Kerry and Cross. Like why'd you bring him up just to lose and then say? Jeff Hardy made a big mistake. Who is this dork? This yeah. is not Karrion Cross. What did you do to him? It doesn't make sense. Well,
2: that's like it. The, the whole segment doesn't make sense. Like he doesn't have Scarlet, who is probably fifty percent of his gimmick.
1: Forty nine.
2: Oh, we'll go with forty nine, right? Forty nine <laughs> percent of, of, of his gimmick is is Scarlet. Be just being around it just She's brings fantastic. yeah so much. And she, she doesn't say anything.
1: Oh, she says a lot without saying Exactly,
2: well, exactly. So you don't have her. There's no real reference to the fact that he is who he is. I mean, he's wearing the NXT belt, but he doesn't look like a champ. He doesn't act like the champ. He doesn't talk about really being the champ. He's just a guy. And then he complains that somebody turned up to a wrestling match and he said oh he made a mistake no he didn't he beat you he did his job he turned up to a match and he got a pin he got a win over you so actually no he didn't make a mistake
1: he he beat you granted yeah. there was a bit of a when's the, when's the last time he beat anybody the rope
0: thing but that's it jeff hardy hasn't won a match in two years it, why why is jeff hardy you know i'm happy i like jeff hardy me too he's a legend absolute legend hall still of fame all of still that good
1: yeah He's still but not good. against Cross. It
0: wrestler a good match. No, that's the absolute wrong way, uh, you know. And people say well, Cross didn't get much of a pop because they announced he was debuting in yeah. advance. I don't and know if it they know. And it wasn't his real stadium.
1: entrance. It just it felt like a, a watered entrance. down uh, Cross. All that,
0: yeah, and Lord. he's in the middle of a big feud with Samoa Joe on now he NXT. He looks like a bitch, and Samoa Joe could be like on NXT. Bitch. Like,
1: look what happened to you, you bitch! <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you know,
0: it, he's this guy is crushing NXT's top guys, also, right? He's undefeated. He's NXT's top he's
1: undefeated.
0: Guy. He's undefeated. So not only does he look bad, Adam Cole looks bad, Kyle Bray looks bad, Pete Dunne looks bad. Johnny Gargano looks bad. Everyone who he's lo- who's NXT he's looks bad. Easily.
1: NXT looks bad. Yeah,
0: and this is your developmental brand. I don't care people are there's smarks on Twitter being like, oh well, Jeff didn't beat him clean, so he doesn't look bad. He yes, looks he like does. a Dork. He looks worse <laughs> he looks than like the guy a cheated. Loser. It, it's absolutely worse because why is Jeff Hardy cheating to win? He's a face.
1: That. I guess he finally had to win. He's like, screw it. I'm going to yeah. cheat
0: against In his... two minutes. Yeah. In two minutes. It's one thing if Jeff's like, oh, shit, I can't beat this guy. He's actually really, really good. I have to cheat to win. Mm-hmm. Then I could maybe be convinced, and I think I still wouldn't buy it. No. But in two minutes... He's undefeated, and you me? just
1: took his shine away instantly, yeah. his first appearance. Yeah. It, oh, I think man.
2: I'm very interested. I said this to Wax before we started. I'm very interested to see what happens... On NXT tonight, if
1: that's true, I do want to if, see it now. If, <laughs> if
2: they go with this angle and Samoa Joe starts talking about how, by the way, you're not undefeated anymore. You've, you've, you know, or do they who are you? It, yeah. You, you're the gas station weasel now, or whatever. Like, <laughs> if something along those lines happens, then you're not going to save Karrion Cross, but you could save the story that he is involved in. But. Uh, you know, I'm saying this and I can see the, the NXT mark over there wincing as I say it. I get it. He's your, he's your boy. I, I totally understand it. But from a story point of view, can this be salvaged? I think so. I just don't think yeah. the WWE are going to be able to do it. He
1: can't, he can't be who he was, though. He's got to be yeah. someone no, else. No,
2: no, he can't. He can't. Uh, a
1: large chunk of
0: his allure was, first of all, he has the cool entrance, which they cut off. Hot and he's unbeatable and unbeatable, yeah and both of those are gone and I don't know if this is now he's on raw now while also being the n x t champion I don't know if they're doing that or this was like a which is dumb a, which is which is dumb i hmm. and i don't even like you know i do like carrying cross a lot, I think jason and brad like him more I'm, than i do i'm a mark i was a mark for him but now i'm like, oh, yeah. i don't know
1: you anymore <laughs> it's,
0: yeah it's just uh, this is my pish of pishes. This this might be Me my too. pish of the year at yeah. this point. It's it, you know at least with the women's tag team division, I expect it now. I'm just like yeah, whatever. Yeah, you took this something is we love
1: and pished it.
0: But this yeah and and, and you know and this is not unusual. Uh, a big name comes yeah, up from yeah. NXT. It's just I thought Carrion was, could break the mold. I, I, could break yeah. the mold. Because be like like Kevin remember. Owens did. I, I besides Asuka, I don't remember someone being built up to look unbeatable mm-hmm. like that in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And to lose that to Jeff Hardy in two minutes seeing like for obviously seemingly no reason. Yeah,
1: Hardy's a legend, but the way he's been booked lately, he's like kind of a jobber. So yeah. It's
0: May as well bring back Bob Backlund and and oh Bob Backlund's a legend. He can lose to Bob Backlund. No, Bob Backlund's eighty years old. Yeah. Jeff Hardy sometimes looks like he's eighty years old. No offense to him. It's just yeah.
1: I'm I'm he sad. He shouldn't have come up to even, lose. I'm sad because yeah. I was really hyped for H- Karrion and Cross. It was it made me want to watch NXT. I I was looking forward to his a uh, sick like uh, main roster debut, kind of like what Kevin Owens had when he came yeah. in instantly and was a threat. And, uh, I mean, and we don't want to sound like guys are, like, instantly when they start a new story, like, oh, shit, it's horrible, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I just don't see how – I think his character's ruined. Like, even if he destroys Jeff a million weeks in a row, it's just not the same. I don't know.
0: I totally get the argument of wait and see. Maybe they're going somewhere. But it's tough to get that initial bad taste. And one thing that did happen on SmackDown, Jason, is that Finn Balor is back on SmackDown – but Finn was just getting beaten up by Carry and Cross. Yeah. So how I mean Finn at least has a bit more of an established name on the mm-hmm. main roster, but how does this make Finn look coming back all of a sudden if he can't even beat Carry and Cross? It just must just Jeff be Hardy?
1: two different worlds. Nothing matters what you do in NXT. I guess. Yeah, Carry and Cross is a jobber now. And
2: and they've made that extremely clear by every single person that's been brought up from NXT for the last 3-4 years. The fact that Carry and Cross actually was called Carry and Cross and not just Cross was definitely an upside of that carrying, entire segment because yeah. that normally is what ha- I mean. We've got Shotzi and Noxie or whatever now, so <laughs> like, yeah. It, I move on, Jason. We've got one more thing yeah. we need to talk about. Let's, let's hit it. Uh,
1: and just a quick shout out to Seamus for saying what I've been thinking for months. <laughs> when, when he was um he went to the the general managers and he's like oh, i'm yeah. fighting alberto again it's like talking to a fucking wall with you two i didn't say fucking yeah. but a brick wall and <laughs> yeah they are a brick wall they can speak sometimes they're they um yeah moving on to the end uh we got another rematch because uh charlotte opened her mouth and and said that she could beat her any day so any day how about today uh they got the rematch It was a waste of time. (laughs) It was a. a, uh, It made Rhea look better, I guess, because she's got a broken knee and she's still. Charlotte still is like, ah, screw this. And, you know, I can't do this anymore. And uh, this was all rushed, in my opinion. The whole thing, there was so much. I can't even remember everything that happened on Raw, good or bad. And then we had this on top of it. They rushed the end of the match. All of a sudden, she cashes in, does her cross body. She's the champ. She's in the crowd, and we're done. It's just like. To me, it just happened really quickly. Yeah, it's the, it the, like. the biggest prize in the industry for you. I wish there was more time for her to celebrate with it and, and you know have the moment because I'm happy she has it. I don't like the way it all happened so quickly, but I am excited to see what they do with it with her. Um, but yeah, it just, it just didn't feel rushed to you guys a little bit.
2: Um, yeah, I, I would say yes. the whole, basically everything after... Um, everything after Cross just felt like it was, oh crap, we've only got an hour. Just cramming of yeah. Is that
0: why they, they went ahead with the gimmick change? Because they knew Carrion Cross was coming up and they can't have Carrion Cross and Nikki Cross oh, on Maybe. the same roster? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this and again, the Alexa Bliss with the return of Lily and all that, that, that was dumb. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, the one thing I will say is the more I think about Nikki's win, I kind of am coming around on it a tiny bit. I still think it was rushed, but I don't think nice. Nikki is a legitimate. You know, at least with Big E holding the briefcase, legit threat. He's imposing. He's yeah. legitimate. You, you know, hit the threat of him being around and cashing it in is real. Ominous. No disrespect to Nikki, she isn't that. And so I think they needed to just bam boom, just boom get down. it done, get it get done Get done, before people have a chance to think. Wait a minute, to even know are what happened. Really worried about Nikki. Almost a superhero. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't Do you
1: know think she that. keeps it for a while and they build her character around it, or she just loses it? <laughs> like I, I think if
0: she exclusively competes in beat the clock challenges, oh my
1: god, she'll, she'll be undefeated. Can you be, can, If you can't beat her two minutes, you can't win it.
2: I really hope that she holds it for longer than It'd be nice. two or three months. I think
0: yeah can i say transitional champion
2: yeah i i really would hate for her to only what you know to win money in the bank and the title just to say right that's you had your chance we're now going to get it back to asuka i I would suck i I think that'd be such a shame for her um especially when she's come up with this gimmick apparently on her own um this wasn't pushed on her it was something that she came up with and thought i want to give this a go let's see They've obviously then said, "Cool, we'll give you the title."
0: Give, <laughs> I got give a her... gimmick. Cool, yeah. here's the title.
2: <laughs> give a title, then you know See? you can't you
0: change your gimmick. You get a title. You get a DUI. You get a title. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. And get a title, unless you know you're actually competent uh, on NXT. Then you, you get nothing. You get chopped
2: out. You get your first name taken away.
0: Yeah, yeah. God mean, forbid you choose to go through the developmental brand yeah. and uh, how dare you. <laughs> work on your character.
1: Ultimately, I didn't feel great watching Raw, but there were, there were some fantastic moments. Cena, Cena, Cena. <laughs> um, but there's a lot to look forward to. But even if it was a pish mishmash of how they got there, whatever it may be, it feels like we're in a new era, if you will. The pandemic era is over. Yeah. They f- might have fumbled their way to some storylines, but I'm interested to see where they go. I am interested yeah. to see what Nikki Ash does with the title, and if if Rhea and Charlotte will just fight her, or like how that all works out. Uh, Seth versus Edge, Cena versus Reigns, um, Karrion Cross versus any ounce of know. dignity left <laughs> that he has. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be a, a great uh, a great new era I hope
0: uh, yeah the, the upcoming week of programming is going to be interesting yeah. just all across yeah. the board so I'm all invested regardless of how we got there
2: excited to catch up with you jobbers next week and yes. be even more distraught pissed off and annoyed disappoint, than we are this disappoint, week disappoint Disappointing. indeed Um, yeah Well, class
0: I think uh, with NXT starting in eight minutes, I gotta go and do my duty. But uh, I cannot leave you without, of course, plugging all of our social medias. You can find us at the Four Jobbers. That's F O U R Jobbers, <laughs> spelled out. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok. Now we're posting a lot of content on TikTok. Please follow us and check us out. Give us a like, give us a share, duet us. What do you think about what we're talking about? And hello at the Four Jobbers. If you want to send us an email, people still do that apparently. And we will see you, Four Jobbers, not three, next week. Hopefully.
2: Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Brad, be dead. who is booking this crap? I'll tell you. Lovely. Uh, but